este, para registrarse en sus clases de español para primero compradores, puede ir a este West Elmwood Housing Development y pueden este, elegir las clases que ustedes desean. Y las fechas es sábado, julio 15, sábado, julio 29, sábado, agosto 12, sábado, agosto 19. Y mi correo electrónico, si tienen más preguntas, es jtolentino at westelmwood.org. La mejor manera de comunicarse es 401-453-3220, extensión 121. That's Jesenia Tolentino from West Elmwood Housing Development Corporation. We wanted to share this message at the top of the show to make sure that Rhode Islanders who truly need it are aware of this great resource. Jesenia and West Elmwood Housing Development Corporation's Executive Director, Candace Harper, joined us in celebrating 20 years of Blue Angel Community Health Grants in our year-long series. As members of the grantee class of 2023, they're tackling Rhode Island's growing housing crisis in a number of ways, but perhaps the most empowering is through financial literacy education. Understanding how to navigate the labyrinthian world of mortgages and foreclosures can quite literally change lives. And by adding courses and counseling in Spanish, West Elmwood Housing Development Corporation hopes to help the West End community move that much closer to home ownership. Candace, Jesenia, and I sat down to talk about this exciting and important work. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. We're very happy to be here. Your agency is a recipient of a 2023 Blue Angel Community Health Grant Award. What programs is the grant supporting this year? This grant is supporting the Home Ownership Center through the addition of the Bilingual Housing Counselor position. Desenia Tolentino, we have the pleasure of working with, and she is working to assist with the approximately 85% of our program participants who are Spanish-speaking. And it's important to be able to provide service and support to our clients in their preferred language. You want to be able to understand what you're reading. You want somebody to explain to you and be patient line by line before you sign because these are important documents. So tell me, how does this program fit in the scope of all you do? The broader missions, your other programs, the whole kit and caboodle. We do a lot at West Elmwood Housing Development Corporation, and our mission is to bring opportunities to build a healthy, sustainable West End neighborhood by investing in and embracing resident empowerment to support the enhancement of economic mobility and equity for our community. Our core values and beliefs aim to structure and facilitate inclusive, high-quality programming that encourage resident-led community engagement and forces genuine relationships. Through our collaborative work internally and with our community partners, we value diverse perspectives and advocacy for the community by the community, and that allows us to operationalize our work with a racial equity lens. And so our Home Ownership Center is one of several programs that help us approach our community development work with a holistic approach, and that's based upon the needs that were identified by members of the community we serve. So in addition to home ownership, our other initiatives include the Sankofa Initiative, 
which is an innovative center for agricultural, economic development, housing, and community building focused on food and culture in Providence's diverse West End, particularly among residents with African and Southeast Asian backgrounds. Residents work in the community garden to grow fresh, culturally relevant food, which is the big deal, and they sell their products at our Sankofa Farmer's Market. So Sankofa also includes a kitchen incubator for small businesses. And we have several really popular ones, such as Brother and Moffitt and Distinguished Catering. We also have a WIC program, part of the Sankofa Initiative. WIC is the Women and Infants and Children's Program. It provides nutritional information and breastfeeding support to expectant mothers and their children up to age five. We have an 02907 Health Equity Zone and the Road to Equity Place-Based Initiative, which is a collective impact initiative to strengthen the social determinants of health that contribute to racial disparities and inequitable health outcomes. Last but not least, we have the Dunamis Synergy Initiative, which is a two-generation collective impact system change initiative, which the result or the impact we're hoping to have will triple the number of BIPOC first-gen young parents ages 15 to 25 to attain post-secondary credentials while preparing their children to also thrive, therefore interrupting wealth disparities. Yeah, that's huge. So, what, what can you tell me about the population that you guys serve? We want to discuss home ownership. Like Candace mentioned before, 85% of our population is Latino descent. And they are having a struggle with a language barrier. And what we're trying to initiate here is more confidence with home ownership, guide them through the whole process. Financial literacy is very important, budgeting, making sure that we go step by step. Their regular budget, now we're going to include this mortgage that you're going to get, and we're going to have classes. Whether it's in Spanish or English, we conduct the same one-on-one sessions, which counseling, to discuss why we do the budgeting, why we do the financial literacy part. Uh, with West Elmwood, we have different parts. Like I said, if it's uh, financial literacy, we'll sit down with a group of people and we'll conduct it, both English and Spanish, and then sit down and conduct the appointments uh, personal, that way no one's seeing your credit, your budget, and we go over constructive criticism of why you shouldn't be spending $500 on Dunkin' Donuts. So why should you should be investing your money in your house and saving through having different savings accounts? And like we mentioned before, if you don't understand where to obtain this knowledge from, how do you know where to go? We speak to them about avoiding foreclosure before even they even sign on the mortgage. Where do they go and get Funding for down payment. Rhode Island Housing is our to-go-to. Washington Trust, they help us with classes to educate on where they should be obtaining these. 3%, whether it's conventional, uh, FHA, which we explain all the different type of mortgages to see if this is the right one for you. And the team works extremely yes. hard to avoid pitfalls because everything <laughs> that you just mentioned, a lot of times people don't know. They don't know, and they don't even get to the mortgage part of it if they can't set up a budget. And so the team is very thorough. Um, we have HUD certified counselors. Deshenya is working on her HUD certification right now. Um, and they are knowledgeable about the process. 
And so if you're looking to get a home, you want to come to West Elmwood. That's excellent. And um, Candace mentioned before, like the farmer's market, the gardening. You meet people in the garden that live in the community. They're speaking to you. They're asking you questions about home ownership. Oh, I'm not sure. Bring your son in. Let's talk about this. Uh, so you work with both first-time homebuyers and with homeowners to prevent foreclosure. Can you talk about the importance of being able to offer both of these services in someone's primary language? You want to make sure you're guiding this person correctly. They're coming to you at their worst. When it's foreclosure, mm -hmm. you want to be able to be empathetic and not judge them. You want to treat them with the same respect. You want to be careful about their culture. All Latins have different dialects, and people don't understand that I do. Mm -hmm. I've served the community for over 20 years. So I'm grateful to say that that has assisted me and guided me because I can tell you about bankruptcy. I can tell you about foreclosure. I can tell you about growing up in the projects. Mm -hmm. I can tell you about what I need to do to get ahead because I ask for help. And I, and I guide them and I tell them just like that. Oh, no, don't worry. If I don't know, I'll find somebody else. Because like I said, even if a team member is not there, I will find someone in the building. And they have embraced me in such a comfort zone that... You know, before COVID, everybody's hugging. When I got to the first day, people are hugging me and they're telling me about their program, about what they offer. And that's what I want to do for the community. I want to give back. They genuinely have a desire to serve the community. And these are sensitive topics, just like Jacenda just said. Nobody wants to ask for help in the middle of foreclosure. And usually when we get those calls, it's at the end of the rope where we may be the last option that they have. And our counselors have to be at the ready. And as Jasenya said, we've got to be aware of cultural challenges and cultural barriers so that that's one less thing we're not presenting to the folks who have reached out to us for help. And so it makes all the difference. The, the resilient West End community is the largest and most populated dense neighborhood in Providence. So we've got a total of approximately 16,255 residents and a population density of 17,479 people per square mile. Now, the other thing that makes it unique and, and significantly more racially and ethnic diverse than the rest of the state, which I think folks need to be aware of, and this is why we are so proud to work and do the things that we do in the West End, is because... 38.3% of West End residents were born outside of the United States, making the West End home to 7,800 immigrants or refugees. Approximately 62% of the 02907 population is Latino. 45.29% of the population is foreign-born. And so the diversity or the immense diversity of this area makes it extremely special. And so we... We are a proud community development organization that have been doing work in this area since early 1970s. So, and it's, it's amazing. So I want to talk about classes. Why is it important for those folks who are interested in homeownership to take a class with you or a class like the ones you offer? I feel that it's important because you want to go over the loan estimate line by line to reflect what your loan's going to be, your percentage, your interest, what the time of the loan is going to be. You want to be able to actually have 
the literacy knowledge. You want to be able to read those words and understand, this is what they taught me in class. This is what I should be looking for. Where should I sign? Let me read everything before I sign and date. Mm -hmm. It's a legal document. You want to make sure you educate and guide them. Lucky for them, they have three days now to actually read everything versus before we didn't have that privilege. But we still, today I have someone who's going to do a closing on Friday who took a class that was going to take four weeks and we changed them to our one-day Saturday um, Spanish class because we needed to make sure that he had all his paperwork. And we were able to help him. It took us longer than expected because he did not understand the binder, the insurance binder, and all that stuff. So we had to call an expert because I'm not an insurance binder expert. And what would be best for him is making his own decision, but I'm guiding him and reading things and asking questions. And you want to make sure that this person understands it. These are legal documents. Whatever you sign here, you cannot change. Right. And the Homeownership Center addresses disparities in homeownership, household wealth. And that's provided through the first-time homebuyer education class that we provide. We also do a class for foreclosure prevention, if necessary. Um, and then the financial literacy courses, such as the Match Savings Program, which is a huge help because through the Match Savings Program, we're teaching folks general, basic, like fundamental financial literacy basics. And it may seem, you know, very um, elementary to some, but it's vitally important to others. And we're able to provide them with general knowledge and information, and we guide them through the savings process. So as they save $1,000, at the end of that period, we match $1,000. Those matched savings opportunities have provided opportunities for down payment on homes, for purchases of vehicles to support their businesses, um, and other business, small business investments that would otherwise not be possible. And so, for example, we had our um, kitchen member um, from Distinguished Catering. They actually used the Match Savings Program to purchase one of their first delivery vehicles. They have now outgrown the space that we can provide. And so, again, we're providing, as Jacenia said, education and opportunities for knowledge and information so folks can thrive. Credit is one of our components. We're going over the credit line by line, what you should be looking for on your credit, how to dispute something that doesn't belong on your credit. We provide all that information. We make sure that someone sees uh, something on their credit, not credit karma. You want to make sure that you follow, follow through and actually learn what is your FICO score, how to get free credit reports. All that information we're providing, that's all part of the workshop. That's brilliant. I mean, it really does take people from a place of vulnerability to power. You've been doing this uh, work for a while. How are you seeing COVID impact or continue to impact the people that you serve and their housing stability? Housing stability is still an issue. We are not seeing that issue go away anytime soon, even if there were a 100 West Elmwoods. Uh, we have a number of community development corporations and organizations throughout our city and state doing their best to increase the number of affordable housing units that are available. Um, but we're not seeing, at least on our end, from our perspective, um, some of the challenges that were presented during the initial COVID-19 onset. Um, but like I said, 
housing stability continues to be an issue. Um, what we had to do during the COVID-19 pandemic was we had to remove the in-person opportunities, but thankfully, we're now back to meeting in person. So the classes that Jasenia is talking about um, between our Fast Track, which is a one-day course um, that we provide for our Spanish-speaking participants, it's now available in person, which again goes back to the relationship building and just developing a community connection. Um, we're able to go back to those things now where we had to go to online and just kind of made it a little different. And we had a number of people doing um, what we have called as an e-home course, which they can do it self-led. But it still doesn't replace that interaction, that face-to-face, which because we are now kind of in a different place with COVID-19, we're able to do in person again. So that's probably the best thing that has happened is that we've been able to go back to the, the mode of delivery that works best. We've had people who have actually taken the e-home course and have actually called us, hey, can we do your in-person? I, I don't, there's a couple of questions I want to ask you. And we're like, okay, we'll refund you your e-home uh, class. Just come in and we'll we'll cater to whatever, because people work and people have different schedules. There's a truck driver. He said, we can't make it to that class. I spoke to the deputy director. He said, we're going to actually implement more Spanish classes. It's not going to be once a month anymore. It's going to be as needed, and we're going to add extra classes. We're being flexible. Yes, we will. We're different hours. We're trying to provide, because people need home ownership, but their schedule doesn't accommodate what we're doing, because we're not always in the office. We're in the community. We're working from home. We're trying to market the best we can, mm-hmm. even if it's in the garden beds. But we're doing it because word of mouth, believe it or not, <laughs> that's better than a, best a, a radio announcement. It is. It sure is. Let's, let, me, let me give you an opportunity for a call to action here. Um, one, how can folks help you? And two, um, where, where can folks who want help find you? So what I would say, we could use help with getting the word out about what we do. We do have, like Jasenia said, word of mouth is probably our best advertisement, but it really is gonna take more of a concerted community effort for our community partners to continue to send referrals and to promote um, going to our website for more information, www.westelmwood.org. There's everything you need to know about how to get into the classes seeing the schedule, et cetera. Friends, I want to thank you for being on the podcast today and uh, and for everything you do, really. We want to thank Blue Cross and this wonderful Blue Angel grant that we've received. We are sincerely grateful and appreciate your investment into this important work for the community. I want to thank you guys. The Road to Health is a podcast presented by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island. It's produced and hosted by me, Mark Sheldon, and Mason Im is our sound engineer, with additional support from Yasmin Diaz. I'd like to thank our guests, Jacinia Talentino and Candace Harper from West Elmwood Housing Development Corporation. Be healthy, be well, and keep your eyes on the road.